Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody, and live from Victor Cruz's birthday party, it's the Fourth and Inches <laughs> Show with Jenna and the Sherpa. I'm the Sherpa, a.k.a. Scott Swainey, Jenna Kimmel, a.k.a. Jenna. Welcome to the show. How are you this evening? Um, I guess I'm better than Victor Cruz since nobody got shot at my birthday party. <laughs> no. He didn't get shot at his birthday party. That's the important thing. He, he didn't shoot himself at his birthday party so that, yeah. that was important, and he's not going to be spending. I guess step in the right direction for the Giants. Yeah, but, he's not um, going to be. Yeah, they they obviously learned a lot from the Plaxico Burris situation that you know let somebody else do the shooting and don't have your players shoot themselves. So at least he's yeah, not going to be, be in jail for the next two and a half seasons. But uh, speaking of jail, your Cowboys looked really impressive last weekend. I mean, don't jinx it. You don't need to be mean like that. I know you're I, I think the, <laughs> the Cowboys are obviously the Super Bowl favorite now that the uh stop, stop. that um that uh Matt Castle is out and, and Tyler Palco has taken over and I have to admit the Chiefs are no longer a Super Bowl favorite, so I, I think I should shift my allegiance to the Cowboys now or at Don't least my that. pick. What do you think? Don't be mean. Don't be mean like that. We have I'm enough not, bad being, things happen. I don't even know the word of I don't even know the meaning of the word facetious, he said facetiously. Uh-huh. Sure you don't. <laughs> Moving so, on. Anyway, what's going on in the show tonight besides my ragging on the Cowboys? Um, well, a lot more justified ragging on the Chiefs for one. We're going oh, to on, the Cowboys look don't at have Tyler Palco as their quarterback either. Thank goodness. We're gonna look at all the week ten matchups, tell you who to start, who to sit, and I'm going to go through another spiel of injuries and random news and notes from this weekend. It was a really rough weekend to be an NFL player. Um, But we will be here for a full hour, and hopefully most of that will not be talking about injuries. We'll be here from 9.30 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time, as we are every Wednesday night. And if you want to be a part of the show, there are a number of ways to have your voice heard including calling us at 347-677-1608. That's 347-677-1608. Or you can email us at the number 4thninchesshow at gmail.com. That's the number 4thninchesshow at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter under the same handle, the number 4thninchesshow. You can find us all week long on Facebook, on the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page, and on FantasyFootballSherpa.com. There's a great blog there with weekly rankings of over 300 players by position and also good waiver wire pickups there as well. You can also find us on the Learning Annex. We did some great fantasy football videos there. You can just search Jana Jenna carried up on those. I was unprepared, but Jana saved the day. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> and you can find the Sherpa's football musings all week long on the Huffington Post, including how should you optimize your roster for the playoffs. And let's just jump right in on injuries. Um, like I said, there were a lot. I think there were something like at least 15 season-ending injuries suffered this weekend. And At least at no least- quarterbacks got hurt, did they? Ah, lies. At least seven ACL tears as well, which was really, really terrible. Um, But first, (laughs) the Sherpa's going to be quiet and we're going to get through this fast. Eagles quarterback Michael Vick broke two of his ribs during Sunday's game. You can tell when it happened he left for a play. He is unlikely to play this weekend, not because of pain tolerance, but because of the uh, affecting of his throwing accuracy. It is not because of the Giants' defense. Um, Wide receiver Deshaun Jackson was inactive Sunday after sleeping through a special teams meeting. Not a great idea. The Eagles, their policy is they do not let you play the next week if you miss a meeting. So he did not. He will be back this week. He apologized to his team. Everything should be okay there. 
Falcons wide receiver Julio Jones re-injured his hamstring in the third quarter this weekend. He is not practicing so far this week. I would be very cautious about putting him in your lineup, and it's very much going to be a game-time decision. Um, 11 players are possibly facing discipline for testing positive for banned substances during the lockout. They were told that there would be a grace period, but <laughs> now there's not. Um, oh, wow. Inclu- Redskins tight end Fred Davis is amongst those that could be facing suspension oh, no. or fines. Yep, there you go, Sherpa. Uh, um, <laughs> I knew there was a reason he was doing so well. There you go. The 15 season-ending injuries suffered this weekend include Vikings quarterback and cornerback, not quarterback, Antoine Winfield. He broke his collarbone last night or two nights ago, Monday night. Uh, Bengals cornerback Leon Hall tore his Achilles tendon. Bills center Eric Wood tore his ACL Sunday. He is also done for the year. Uh, Broncos running back Noshawn Moreno. He tore his ACL. This is something you're going to hear a lot. Show Marino. Yeah, it's not a great fantasy year for him. That's for sure. Um, but I picked him on all my teams this year. Broncos running back Willis McGahey injured his hamstring. He left the game and did not return. That left the burden of the carries on Lance Ball. Uh, he was last last man standing at running back. McGahee's going to be a game-time decision. He's going to try to play, but they are the Thursday night game, which is going to pose a problem. Lance Ball may not be a terrible pickup this week, although they are playing the Jets. Uh, Eagles wide receiver Jeremy Macklin injured his shoulder. He bruised his AC joint and then injured his hamstring after returning to the game from the shoulder injury, and he was limping out of the locker room. He isn't practicing. He is very questionable. The Eagles promoted wide receiver... Chad Hall from their practice squad in anticipation of him potentially not playing. So, something to keep an eye on. Cowboys running back to Marco Murray injured his shoulder this Sunday during the blowout against the Bills. He looks like he's going to be okay for this weekend. I wouldn't worry too much about it. Bengals wide receiver A.J. Green hyperextended his left knee. It looked really bad when it initially happened. He did return to the game. So I suspect he will play unless things take a turn for the worse during practice this week, but hopefully, fingers crossed. Frank Gore, the 49ers running back, has knee and ankle injuries. He did leave the game for a period of time on Sunday, but he is likely going to play since he did return to the game afterwards. In the season-ending injury front, let's talk about Texans quarterback Matt Schaub. He has what's called a Liz Frank fracture in his foot. He will be having surgery. His season is done. They are on a bye this week, so it does not affect you yet. But Matt Leiner is going to be the starter in Texas, at least for the foreseeable future. As we alluded to earlier, Kansas City's quarterback, Matt Castle, he injured his hand. He had surgery this morning. He could miss the remainder of the season. They're not putting him on IR. Todd Haley's hoping he can come back, but it's going to really depend a lot on how no on how this week goes and how fast he heals. Tyler Palco will be getting his first ever NFL start this weekend, and Ricky Stanzi will be his backup. Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger has a slight fracture in his right thumb. He will play. He will be fine. It's not that big of a deal. People are getting a little crazed over it unnecessarily. Jets running back LaDainian Tomlinson sprained his MCL on the last carry of the game on Sunday night. You hate to hear that. He is definitely not going to be playing tomorrow night in the Thursday night game. We'll see how that goes. Severity kind of unknown. It seems he had a setback yesterday at practice, which really sealed the deal for him not playing at all. In other running back Still unhealthy news. Darren McFadden is still on crutches from that foot injury. It has been a few weeks. He's not really healing all that quickly. So it's going to be the Michael Bush show again, at least for now. We'll see what happens with McFadden, but I'm starting to get worried. Redskins wide receiver Leonard Hankerson is going on IR. His season is over with a sublaxid hip and labrum tear. That's a mouthful. What the heck is that? It's a hip injury. Sorry. I'm going to have to go to medical school before next season just to keep up with all these injuries. (laughs) Browns coach Pat Shermer has already ruled Peyton Hillis and his bad hamstring out for Sunday's game. I guess he wanted to preempt his agent this week. 
Giants running back Ahmed Bradshaw still missing practice with that foot injury. I I don't think that's a great sign, but you know, still a game time decision. And we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Lions quarterback Matt Stafford is saying that his fractured finger is healing well and he's feeling better. Cardinals quarterback Kevin Cobb was limited at practice today, testing out the various foot ailments that he's going through. He uh, It's the first time he's been on the practice field in the last few weeks. He still has pain. He's probably still doubtful. I don't think there's going to be enough practice time for him to get back. As we alluded to earlier... Giants wide receiver Victor Cruz is celebrating his 25th birthday on Monday night with friends at a Manhattan nightclub when a shooting broke out. It left one person dead. He was a witness to it. Uh, Allegedly, according to a New York Times report, teammates Chris Canty, Hakeem Nix, Antrell Roll, and Aaron Ross were all present at the event. Nix's agents denying it, so who really knows, but nobody was hurt. That's good. Uh, they're going to need to watch their step a little bit for a few weeks, though. Bills wide receiver Stevie Johnson is not practicing due to an injured shoulder. He hurt it diving for a ball on Sunday's game. He's unsure if he can play. It seems kind of severe, and I would be looking for a replacement at wide receiver on your fantasy team this week. Cowboys running back Felix Jones practiced for the first time since suffering a high ankle sprain on October 16th, so it looks like he could be back as soon as this week or next week at worst. Miles Austin will not be playing again this week, it looks like, with that injured hamstring. Raiders wide receiver Jacoby Ford missed practice with his own foot injury. Falcons wide receiver Harry Douglas was limited at practice with a hamstring injury of his own. Uh, He should be the replacement for Julio Jones if he's healthy, but that's an if right now. Buffalo wide receiver David Nelson missed practice with an ankle injury as did Dolphins tight end Anthony Fasano, and Browns running back Montario Hardestay missed practice as well, but he's got a calf injury still. Panthers tight end Jeremy Shockey has a rib injury. He's not practicing. Oh, we're almost done. Packers running back Ryan Grant has a knee injury. He did not practice either. Cardinals running back Beanie Wells didn't practice with his knee injury. He's been playing through it. I would expect him to continue doing that. Cardinals tight ends Todd Heap and Rob Hausler both didn't practice. Heap has a hamstring injury. Hausler has a groin injury. Seahawks wide receivers Doug Baldwin and Sidney Rice both were limited at practice. Both have head injuries. And Chargers wide receiver Malcolm Floyd missed practice again with a hip injury. And we have finally come to the end of the road on the injuries. There are a few teams on buys this week. For the last time, thankfully, the Texans, Colts, Saints, and Steelers are all off this week. That'll give Matt Leinert an extra week to get his timing down so he can lead the um, Texans to the Super Bowl now that the Chiefs won't be there. Eh, well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but all right. I guess let's jump into games. All right, let's jump into the games. And speaking of the games... As Jenna mentioned before, there's another Thursday night game this week. The Tim Tebow-led Denver Broncos are playing host to the New York Jets. John Fox made a somewhat frank assessment of Tim Tebow's abilities the other day. He said if we were playing any other offense, we'd be screwed with him at quarterback, but they aren't. But that I think really made me mad to hear him say that. To be honest, Pardon? I thought that was. I thought it made me mad to hear him say that. Like, granted, I don't think Tim Tebow is an elite NFL quarterback, but he's getting the job done. And your coach doesn't need to be undermining your abilities in the media. If the team believes in him and he believes they can win, then why is he saying things like this? But why is that any different than somebody saying, you know, if Ben Roethlisberger were running the option, we'd be screwed? I mean, he's. I don't like yeah. it. I think he's got enough critics. His coach and his own organization don't need to be, you know, fueling the fire, if you will. Well, he's 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 above it all, if you know what I mean. But uh, anyway, so I I think though that they're still screwed this week playing against the Jets, and I look for the Jets to pull this one out, twenty-one twenty. I got to be honest. They're in Denver, and Mark Sanchez looks horrible right now. Uh, I think 300 that, yards last week. That's not horrible. He's not a 
great quarterback by any stretch. But how can you he may have thrown for 300 yards, but his decision-making on the field right now is atrocious. I am not impressed. Well, his position uh, percentage is at 56%, which we talked about in the past. Which is not good. <laughs> no, it's not. It's um, Tim Tebow's only attempting eight passes, but if that's if he only needs to complete two passes to win, then I think he can win games. And you know what? I think that he's got a chance. I don't know if I'm ready to say that the Jets are going to beat Denver for sure. Well, when I say it's a one-point game, then obviously I think either team could oh. win, so it's not like I'm predicting a blowout, but I, I think they'll win the Jets. I, I, I think Denver may st- sneak one out here. Um, Mark Sanchez, I really would start at your own risk if really at best he should be a two-quarterback league option. I really wish you wouldn't have to have him on your team, but I know I have to in one league, so... We've all got struggles. (laughs) Running back, Sean Green, I'm going to start this week. Tight end, Dustin Keller, if he plays, which he should, I'm going to start him. Uh, I know he's a little dinged up. Uh, Plaxico Burris seems to be a functional part of this offense now, and I'm comfortable starting him. I wouldn't make him your, you know, bread-and-butter wide receiver, but, you know, he's getting looks in the the end zone, and that is good enough for me. So I'm going to start him. Listen. It's okay. It's going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to start San Antonio Holmes. And beyond that, I think I'm. I guess I'll start Nick Folk, the kicker. And really, I'm on the fence about the defense. I don't think that Denver's going to put up a ton of yards, so I think it's probably safe to start them. But I don't necessarily know if I feel the Jets are going to win this game. And that makes me a little nervous. I like to start defenses, I think will actually win. But do you think that's going to be a low-scoring game, high-scoring game? I don't know. I don't know what to think. I think it could be, you know, a 13-10 game, or, or it could be like a 28-25 game. I just, it's, these teams are so weird. I just, I don't like either offense particularly. How about, um, is Joe McKnight somebody we should have our eye on this week or not yet? Uh, For me, no. But I guess in a deeper league, maybe. I'm just I'm not ready to take that step quite yet. Okay. So for Denver, as Jenna alluded to earlier, I think running back Lance Ball is a good play this week. Start him. Hopefully you picked him up off of waivers or had him on your roster already. Start the Denver defense. I'm on the fence about Tim Tebow and wide receiver Eric Decker and tight end Daniel Fells. I'd stay away from, well, obviously, no Sean Moreno is done for the season. Stay away from Willis McGahee this week. He's questionable with a hamstring injury. Stay away from wide receivers, Demarius Thomas and Eddie Royal. And stay away from kicker Matt Prater. All right, let's keep rolling. So now we move on to one of, to probably Jana's second favorite team behind the Chiefs, (laughs) and that's the Miami Dolphins, who all of a sudden look like world beaters. They've won two games in a row. They're at home against the Bills, and I think they keep the streak going this week. I think they make it three in a row. I'll pick them to win this game 27-24. Ah, you know, I do have a soft spot for the Dolphins. I think this game could go either way. I think, and I'd like to really believe, that Buffalo will edge Miami out, though. The Bills need this win a lot more than Miami does, and I'd like to see them actually win a game they should. Ryan Fitzpatrick needs to bounce back from the Cowboys' catastrophe they had last week. Think they're regretting giving him that big contract right about now? No. I I still have confidence in Fitzpatrick. I'm still going to start him. I'm still going to start Fred Jackson. I'm going to start Donald Jones. Stevie Johnson, I don't think, is going to play. On the off chance he does, I would put him in my lineup. If David Nelson plays, I'm putting him in my lineup. Does he have a girlfriend cheerleading for the Dolphins or no? (laughs) Kelsey, the Cowboys cheerleader. I thought that was adorable last week. It made me very happy. Uh, Not the only thing they did right all game. Well, maybe. Roosevelt is really a deeper league or more of a flex option at wide receiver. Uh, Tight end Scott Chandler, not a bad play. Uh, You're definitely down a couple of tight ends this week with teams on by, so he's not a bad option, and he's available in a lot of leagues. Kicker Ryan Lindell, I'm going to say no to. He did not look sharp. He's got a bad shoulder. I just, the Buffalo defense, I want to say you can start, but really 
they looked bad last week, so I'm concerned, and maybe it's not the week for them. So for Miami, I would start Matt Moore. I think he's going to have a field day against that Buffalo secondary. I think Reggie Bush is on a roll and is going to keep it going, and I would also start wide receivers Brandon Marshall and Devon Bess. On the fence about Daniel Thomas, hopefully you don't have to. Tight end Anthony Pisano, who's questionable with an ankle injury. He's a maybe. The defense is a maybe, and kicker Dan Carpenter is a maybe, and I would stay away from wide receiver Brian Hartline. Hmm. I guess I'm I'm a little I have a little softer spot for Brian Harline than you do. But that's okay. Uh, Let's move we'll on see. to my favorite game of the week. <laughs> uh, you got to be kidding. Well, anyway, the game Jan is alluding to is Dallas at Washington, and this should be a romp for the Cowboys. I don't know that they're going to win by multiple touchdowns, but I think they do win by ten points. Washington is heading entirely in the wrong direction. Plus, we don't know who's going to be starting at, uh, at running back for them. Who knows? You know, maybe this week it's Ryan Torrain's turn to have his fantasy football Sean team Choice play Mike Sean Choice seems to think he's going to run all over the Cowboys, even though NFL.com still actually has him on the Cowboys' depth chart to Sean Choice. Oh, they still have him on the Cowboys' depth chart? Yeah, weirdly enough. Oh, well, they're obviously up to date, but... I, yeah, I don't think you want to start him no matter which team he plays for, but uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. So I think Dallas wins 27-17. How do you see the game, and who do you like on Dallas? I think Dallas wins. The Redskins always give us fits, though, throughout the test of time. So these games are not just good for bragging rights, but at least they'll give us a game in the NFC East. Hopefully, fingers crossed, Dallas isn't all that great at winning games they should, though. So it always makes me nervous. I'm definitely starting Tony Romo. He looked like a world beater last week, <laughs> and hopefully it happens again this week. I'm going to start DeMarco Murray. Felix Jones and Philip Tanner, depending on if Felix Jones is active or not, is really going to sway who you start out of these two. If Jones is active, I think you can still start him. They will still give him a chunk of carries. It may be 60-40. It may be 70-30. We're not going to know. But really? if he plays, I think you can start him. If Felix Jones oh. plays, there's no room for Philip Tanner. Sorry. <laughs> well, DeMarco I, Murray you still like, even if Felix Jones plays. Did I hear you correctly? Yes. I would start. I'm okay starting both of them. Obviously, do not start Miles Austin. He will not be seeing the field this week. Go ahead and start Des Bryant. Start Laurent Robinson. He's really come on lately. I would definitely start Jason Witten at tight end. And beyond that, Kevin Ogletree, J- Jesse Holly, I just don't think that you need to. There are probably better options at wide receiver this week. But unless you're really in a pinch, and hopefully you're not, just don't. Kicker Dan Bailey, I think you can start. And the defense, I wouldn't be totally opposed to starting. Sean Lee's back. Their defense is going to be fine. All right. For Washington, I would... I, uh, I'll, I'll say start um, Rex Grossman. I'm not a real big fan of his, but I think he'll be able to throw for a decent number of yards even though they're not going to win. And uh, um, Jabbar Gaffney, I would start him in assuming that Fred Davis isn't down for the count for a suspension, then start him on the fence He'll about Anthony Armstrong. Pardon? They'll announce it if he gets suspended before the season's done. Okay, yeah, it just... It, there's no danger of him missing this week's game, is there? No, no, not Okay. Really. All right, as long as he's still around for my fantasy football championship weeks, I'm okay with it. Just don't do <laughs> it when it impacts my fantasy team, please. All right, we'll so try, tight end Fred we'll Davis. We'll try to pull some strings. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Fred Davis, if you're listening, I would start you, and if you're not, I would still start you. Um, wide receiver sure. Anthony Armstrong on the fence. Defense, I'm on the fence. I'd stay away from all the running backs, whether it's Roy Hallou, Ryan Terrain, Deshard Choice. Shanahanigans. Pardon? The Shanahanigans. It just it yes. makes it impossible to know who's going to get carries. Very frustrating. Stay away from all those guys. Stay away from wide receiver Terrence Austin and kicker Graham Gano. Okay. So now we, t- now we move to Jana's... Um, new favorite team, and that's the Oakland Raiders, who dismantled, or didn't exactly dismantle, but they, they beat San Diego last week uh, on the road. This week they're going we on had, the road. We had a 
spirited discussion about that last week. <laughs> we did, and, and Jenna was right, and, and I was wrong. There's a first time for everything. But, oh, so Jenna was right about that. And for the Oakland traveling to Minnesota, much as I like Minnesota, I think Oakland's going to win this game pretty easily. Carson Palmer looks like he's on track now, and I'll go with Oakland to win this game 31-21. I'm excited about Carson Palmer. And and this working. Do you have him on any teams? I'm very excited about this. Huh? Do you have him on any teams? No, I don't have him on any teams. I just actually like watching him play. Okay. (laughs) Um, I think Minnesota's going to put up a fight here. I think this is going to be a close game. I think Christian Ponder will bounce back. It's not like they're playing the Packers again this week. So I'm still going (laughs) to. Even against the Minnesota defense with Jared Allen, I'm still starting Carson Palmer. I'm starting running back Michael Bush. I'm starting wide receiver. If Jacoby Ford plays, I'm going to start him. Uh, Regardless of whether or not he plays, I'm still starting Darius Hayward-Bay. I think I'm going to start Dominic Moore. I might take a flyer on Chaz Schillings and Lewis Murphy. TJ Hushmanzada, I'm not totally sold on just yet. Um, tight ends, also not completely sold on. Maybe Kevin Boss out of the bunch. Maybe Myers. I just, I think there are better tight end options. Kicker, Sebastian Janikowski is battling an injury, but he's still been playing. So if he's still out there, I'm still going to start him. And I'm going to say no to the defense, because I think Christian Ponder's going to put some points up. I'm hoping they'll let Sebastian Janikowski try a 75-yard field goal again. I'm excited. I hope so. That that was really, I think, Tom Cable's death knell when he did that. It was almost like saying, please fire me, Al Davis. Yeah, but but it was such a crazy, crazy thing. It was just, you were in shock and awe, and it was incredible. That would have been like Bob Beeman's long jump, shattering the long jump record by two feet. You know, to have somebody shatter the Mm -hmm. field goal record by 11 yards or whatever that would have been. I mean, why not? But anyway, it didn't happen, so we move on. Minnesota, start running back um, Adrian Peterson, start wide receiver Percy Harvin, and start wide, uh, tight end Vasante Shanko. Um, I'm on the fence about Christian Ponder, you know, not convinced. I think Oakland's pass defense is better than their run defense. Ponder's probable with his hand injury. Michael Jenkins, questionable with a knee injury. Don't start him unless you have to. Same thing with tight end Kyle Rudolph and kicker Ryan Longwell. And stay away from running back Toby Gerhardt, wide receiver, um, Devin Aramashadu and the defense don't start them either. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, how are we doing on time here? We're we're we need to pick we're up the keep little going. bit. Let's just keep okay. going. So this game, I don't usually predict blowouts, but I think Green Bay is going to have their way with Tampa Bay. It seems like everybody yeah. does nowadays. Josh Freeman, I don't know where that breakout year is. It was supposed to happen, but it's not happening. Uh, Green Bay, they're going to win this game by at least three touchdowns. I'll say almost four. I'll take Green Bay to win this in a cakewalk, 41-14. Yeah, this the fact that Josh Freeman and Tampa Bay really can't find their stride makes me sad. Uh, Green Bay winning by a lot makes me happy, though, so it sort of counteracts that. I'm going to say you probably don't even need to be starting Josh Freeman this week, not unless it's a two-quarterback league and you're really hurting for a quarterback. The Green Bay secondary, though, is still terrible. Yeah, but Josh Freeman hasn't looked good against anybody the last few weeks. I'm just... True. I'm concerned. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt, I'm going to start. Tight end Kellen Winslow is a little dinged up. If he plays, maybe. I, I don't love the matchup. Wide receiver Mike Williams, very underwhelming of late. I think you can still start him as long as you have a little bit of a cushion. Aurelius Ben, Sammy Strotter, for me, I just I don't love either of them. Maybe Ben if I had to pick. I like Preston Parker to take a flyer on. He's probably only going to get you six or seven points, but if you especially on a week like this week when you maybe need to fill a wide receiver spot, not a terrible option. The defense, don't even think about it. Kicker Connor Connor Barth, probably not worth it either. There's not going to be enough points for him there. And see you next week, Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah, uh, quarterback Aaron Rodgers, that goes without saying you start him, but I said it anyway. Wide receiver Greg Jennings, start him. Jordy Nelson, start him. 
Jermichael Finley, tight end, start him, start the Packer defense, and start kicker Mason Crosby. I wouldn't start either of the running backs. I know Grant is questionable with a knee injury, which means that Starks will probably get most of the uh, carries, but I still think that they're not going to run too much. I think they'll Tampa's run defense, actually, well, they're pretty terrible, too, but their pass defense is even worse, so I think that's how... Well, here's the thing. You get guys like James Starks and John Kuhn catching touchdown passes at any point in the game. If you need somebody to fill a roster spot on a bye week or because you're totally annihilated with injuries, especially this week, go find John Kuhn on your waiver wire. He gets looks in the end zone. Uh, to me, that's a lottery ticket. I'd rather take a chance on somebody like Kendall Hunter or Lance Ball or somebody like no that. Way. This totally week, worth even... it to me. I've had him on my, week for th- my team for weeks. Who's that? John Kuhn. Oh, Kuhn how's that working out? Uh, pretty well, actually, since I got decimated by injuries. It's better than not having anybody to fill the spot. And I know we get uh, looks. true. team that scores a lot of points, it's worth it to me. I think I'd rather have Isaac Redmond, not this week, obviously, because he's on a bye. Mm. But if you're talking uh, about running backs that don't get much action. Not. I fully so, disagree. All right. So running wins. Well, anyway, we'll get to that later. But wide yeah. receiver um, James Jones. Yeah, another one, I hope you don't have to start him, and I'd stay away from wide receiver Donald Driver. Mm. So now on to another interesting game. They're all interesting, but this one in particular, Battle Carolina. Battle of the number one overall quarterback pick. Carolina, that's right. It's the Carolina Panthers and Detroit Lions, so we'll, we'll see which cat is tougher. And I'm going to pick the Lions to beat the Panthers 24-21 to 21 in the which should be a, a fairly interesting game, if not very well played. But how do you see this the one, Lions, The Lions have to win this game. This is a must-win for them. Their season's spiraling out of control right now. If they don't win this, i got some serious doubts they can make the playoffs. That being said, and the fact that I am not a Cam Newton supporter, I think you can start Cam Newton in a very deep one-quarterback league or a two-quarterback league is what I'd be more comfortable with, but he will have a touchdown pass. That will not happen like it did last week. I don't think he's going to throw for 400 yards, but he'll do better than he did last week. Uh, Tight end Jeremy Shockey looks like he may not play. Uh, If he does, I'm inclined to still perhaps start him. He's a pretty tough dude. Ribs may not slow him down, but then you have Greg Olson behind him. If he doesn't, not a terrible option. Running back, you got the uh, Williams-Stewart connection. Obviously, Williams is the one to start out of the bunch. Uh, Jonathan Stewart's kind of more of a secondary start, I guess, if you will. I just, eh, I don't know if there's enough carries and points go around right now. You sound like there's a lot of indecision around that Jonathan Stewart pick. (laughs) Uh, Wide receiver Steve Smith, I think you can go ahead and start. Legadoo Nane, I don't really have a problem with starting. Beyond that, Brandon LaFell, Edwards, I I I just don't think they're putting up a ton of points. I don't think it's worth it to go beyond... Smith and Nane. Uh, I would say no to the defense and no to kicker Lindo Mare. I don't think this is that high scoring of a game. I agree. I think these two teams together are barely going to score as many points as Green Bay does. I Yeah, I, I think I have to agree with you. For Detroit, I would start quarterback Matthew Stafford. He's probably with a finger injury. Start him anyway. Start wide receiver Calvin Johnson. Start tight end Brandon Pettigrew. Hopefully, I'm on the fence about Maurice Morris and Kevin Smith. Hopefully, you have better options. Wide receivers, Nate Burleson and Titus Young. Maybe defense, maybe kicker, Jason Hansen, maybe. And no to running back, uh, Javid Best, who's still questionable with that concussion. And running back, Keelan Williams. Stay away. All right, let's keep rolling. All righty. Next up, we have the game of the week, and that's, the two more teams that will score fewer points combined than Green Bay will against Tampa Bay. That's Jacksonville at Cleveland. Two pretty decent defenses, two horrible offenses. Uh, Blake Gabbard has to be the worst quarterback in the league, I think. But um, anyway, at least for fantasy purposes. Okay, maybe for fantasy purposes. 
but I'll pick Jacksonville to beat this to win this game on the strength of Maurice Jones Drew's running. I'll pick them to win seventeen thirteen. I disagree. I think Cleveland wins. It's not like missing Peyton Hillis is really going to affect them since he's never playing. I just, I don't know. It's not going to be pretty. Jacksonville's defense is pretty good. If they had an offense to go with it, they'd be they'd be a playoff contender. Cleveland defense isn't terrible. I mean, it's no, not they're like both pretty good defenses, but they're, yeah, they're like just, mirror images of each other. They're both good on defense I and think, horrible on I offense. I think that Cleveland's got a little bit more going for it. Um, Blaine Gabrick, obviously, I don't think you need to be starting really anywhere. Maurice Jones-Drew, you can start. Tight end Mercedes Lewis, I'm going to take a pass on unless, you know, your other tight end is hurt or not playing this week. Uh, wide receiver Mike Thomas and Jason Hill, I will start. Anybody else, I would say no to. Kicker Josh Scobie, probably no. The defense, You know, you could maybe start either of these defenses just on the idea that nobody's going to really score all that much in these games. So for Cleveland, I would start running back Chris Ogbenaya. He had a good week last week. I think he'll have another good week this week. Tight end Ben Watson, start him and start Cleveland's defense. On the fence about wide receivers, Josh Cribbs and Greg Little, and tight end Evan Moore. Stay away from quarterback Colt McCoy. Running back Peyton Hillis, who, as Jenna mentioned, is out already with his hamstring, and Mario Hardesty, excuse me, uh, Montario Hardesty is questionable with his calf injury. Stay away from kicker Phil Dawson, and also stay away from wide receiver Mohamed Masakwa, who's still uh, bothered by his concussion and is listed mm-hmm. as questionable. Okay, keep this train rolling here. Cincinnati, Baltimore. Yeah, this this is an interesting game. I, I can't figure out Baltimore. Though all three of the games they've lost Nobody this can. year are games that they should have won. They've lost to Jacksonville. They've lost to Tennessee. They've lost to Seattle. I, they they win all the games at home. That they they win their games at home and they beat the teams, the difficult teams on the road. But they seem to lose to the teams they should beat on the road. Anyway, this week they're at home. They're playing Cincinnati. Cincinnati's a good team, and they also, Baltimore wins at home, so I'll take them to continue that streak, and I'll take them to win this game 20-10 to 10 and edge half a game. Or, no, not half a game. They'll, they'll be um, tied, I guess, with Pittsburgh again. So I'll take uh, them to win 20-10. I to think 10. I agree that Baltimore probably wins just because it was so glaringly obvious with Ray Rice only getting five carries and Joe Flacco attempting, like, 56 passes last week. It was just so imbalanced that I think they're going to make a concerted effort to really nurture the run game a little bit more this week. And while Cincinnati has a a pretty solid defense, (laughs) shockingly enough, I think that Baltimore, with trying to have their ducks in a row here, is going to just be a little more than Cincinnati can handle. Uh, there still is some fantasy value for Cincinnati. I think Andy Dalton, even though he's going against the Baltimore defense, I think that you can still start him in a two-quarterback league. Uh, Cedric Benson at running back is still an okay start for me. Tight end Jermaine Gresham, I I don't love this week. Wide receiver A.J. Green, if he plays, I'm going to still start. Jerome Simpson is more of a maybe for me. Andre Caldwell, Ben Tate, or Brandon Tate, I just... I I don't feel all that strongly about anybody beyond AJ Green. I guess Simpson would be the guy if you had to pick one, but I just they don't really do it for me. And against Baltimore defense, I'm a little concerned. Uh, the Cincinnati defense, I'm gonna say no to this week, even though normally they are a good start. As well as kicker Mike Nugent, I'm gonna say no to just because I think Baltimore really is trying to make the offense work a little better than it did last week. So for Baltimore, I would start Ray Rice in spite of the fact that Cincinnati's uh, rush defense is pretty good. I would start tight end Ed Dixon and expect him to build off his performance last week where he targeted something like 68 times and had two touchdown catches. And I'd also start the Ravens' defense. Janice said that quarterback Joe Flacco is unbalanced. I'm not sure if I agree with that, but I would say that he's a maybe as a start did I understand what you said correctly before about Joe Flacco? Uh, I said that their offense was unbalanced. <laughs> Not that he was unbalanced? Not that he was unbalanced. Okay. I like Joe so Flacco. Regardless, regardless, I would still say Joe Flacco is a maybe. 
wide receivers, Anquan Bolden and Torrey Smith. I say they're maybe against Cincinnati's secondary. And tight end Dennis Pitta, I think, is also a maybe running back. Um, uh, Ricky Williams is a no for me, as is kicker Billy Cundiff. Stay away from those guys. So okay. now we move on to our, our battles of the, the Titans this week, the NFC, NFC West heavyweight matchups. We've got two games that I'm sure will be well um, well watched, both of them. First up is Seattle at St. Louis. St. Louis, Sam Bradford, you got to think he's going to be a little bit better this week than he was. I'll flip a coin between these two teams. They're both pathetic, but I'll go with St. Louis to win this 24-21. to 21. I agree. And something I forgot to mention earlier, last week was the first time since divisions were realigned that all the teams in the NFC West won on the same week. That's pretty scary. And how long ago were the divisions realigned? A long time ago. Um, Back to this game, though, I think St. Louis wins. I hate the Seattle quarterback situation. I don't want to start any of them. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, I guess you have to start. There's got to be offense somewhere on this team. Um, Wide receivers, Sidney Rice and Doug Baldwin are probably the two I like best. They both are battling head injuries, which is a little concerning, but Sidney Rice played through his last week. Doug Waldwin kind of got his bell rung. If they play, I guess I'd start them. Uh, Mike Williams is a maybe for me. Tight end Zach Miller is a maybe. The defense and Steven Hauschka both probably knows. For St. Louis, I would start quarterback Sam Bradford this week. He's probable with an ankle injury. Start him anyway. Start running back Steven Jackson, start wide receiver Brandon Lloyd, and start the Rams' defense. On the fence about wide receiver Austin Pettis, he's looked really good the last couple weeks, but uh, not sure. I, I'm not sold on him yet. Tight end Michael Humano-Wanui, there I said it correctly on the first try. He actually caught a few passes last week, and Lance Kendricks, who we'll get to in a minute, isn't going to uh, be much of a factor this week. So Humano-Wanui, if you need him, I would... I, I think he's a maybe, but if you need him, I wouldn't be scared of him. Uh, kicker Josh Brown is a maybe for me. Stay away from wide receivers Brandon Gibson and Denario Alexander. They're both questionable. Gibson with a groin injury, Alexander with a hamstring injury. Stay away mm-hmm. from tight end Lance Kendrick. He's, uh, he is questionable with a foot injury. And stay away from running back um, Cadillac Williams, who's questionable with a calf injury. So they have a lot of questionable players on their team. Okay, let's keep going. We are under 20 minutes left in the show. So the other big NFC West Titan clash this week is Arizona at Seattle. Well, the good thing is we know that not all four NFC West teams are going to win this week because they're all playing each other. But in this one, I I think it will be a pretty close game, but I think San Francisco is definitely the better of the two teams. So... I don't like this matchup a lot for them, but I'll pick them to win 24-20. to 20. I think San Francisco wins by maybe as much as 10 points. Uh, I just I don't feel good about Arizona right now. Uh, regardless of who starts He's been pretty impressive the last couple weeks. For guys yeah, uh, I really think San Francisco is going to win this pretty handily. I'm not all that worried about it. <laughs> Who's going to be the uh, running back? And Alex Smith is only good if you're playing in a league where they use quarterback. Frank Gore is going to play. He's going to be fine. Kendall Hunter will out. We don't have time to go into to this. One. I think that Arizona is going to lose, but I'm still going to tell you who to play on their fantasy team. <laughs> okay, go ahead. John Skelton is only a two quarterback league start. Kevin Cobb probably the same this week for me, regardless of who starts or who plays. I don't. I don't love this situation right now. Beanie Wells, I'm still starting, even though he didn't practice today. Wide receivers, Larry Fitzgerald, definitely starting. Andre Roberts, I'm starting. Early Doucette is, I'm leaning towards starting. Uh, He's much more a deeper, more flex option, but he's getting targets, and I like that. Tight ends, I'm going to say no to all of them. Todd Heap and Rob Hassler aren't even practicing right now. I don't like that. I'm going to say no to the defense. Uh, and Jay Feely, probably no to him as well. So you're no on Jeff King as well? Yeah, I don't like Jeff King. Sorry, Jeff King and your family. Okay. (laughs) 
So for San Francisco, as, as I mentioned before when I interrupted Janice so rudely, I'm not on the Frank Gore bandwagon even if he plays this week. Questionable with a knee injury. Stay away from him. Stay away from tight end Delaney Walker. I would start running back Kendall Hunter, who if for some reason he's still out there on your waiver wire, go grab him. Tight end Vernon Davis should be started. San Francisco's defense should be started. Alex Smith, like I just said, don't start him unless you're in a league that uses quarterback rating as a scoring criterion. Wide receivers, Michael Crabtree and um, Braylon Edwards, both of them are questionable. Crabtree with a foot injury, Edwards with a knee injury. Hopefully you don't need either of those. And kicker David Akers, um, also uh, on the fence about him. Stay away from Gore and Delaney Walker. I said that already. So, anyway, we're done pretty with this much, game. Pretty much anyone the Sherpa wants to start or sit, the opposite is what I want to do <laughs> for San Francisco okay. this week. All right. So, now moving on to another game, which I'm guessing we're going to disagree on, and that's San Diego at Chicago. San Diego, their season is is going they're doing a nosedive. Chicago's looked very impressive the last couple weeks. So, of course, I'm going to pick San Diego to win this game 27-24. to 24. Uh, I disagree. I think Chicago wins by seven points. I am really unimpressed by Phillip Rivers and getting less impressed by the week. I don't like Jay Cutler or the Bears particularly, but I guess marginally I think they will be better in this game. Phillip Rivers, I would think very hard about starting uh, especially if it's a one-quarterback league, I'm concerned. I'd rather start Alex Smith. I'd feel more comfortable <laughs> running oh, back. I agree with that. Like, Mike Tolbert, I guess, is the guy you go with. I don't love the running back situation. Um, tight end Antonio Gates, I think you could start. Wide receiver Vincent Jackson, Patrick Creighton, I'd start. Malcolm Floyd, I would say no to even if he does decide he's going to play, unless you find out early enough that you have a roster spot available still or you know you won't be losing points by him being a late-game start, um, that's something you're going to have to really think hard about. I'm going to say no to the defense and no to kicker Nick Novak. Their defense has been particularly underwhelming. So you would start Patrick Creighton ahead of Vincent Brown? Yes, but I am a little partial to Patrick Creighton, so... That's uh, just because he wore a star on his helmet at one point, I'm guessing. Yes, yes, he did, and he was good to us. Okay. For Chicago, I'm going to start running back Matt Forte, who's probable with a shoulder injury. Wide receiver Earl Bennett all of a sudden has become a favorite target of his college teammate, Jay Cutler, so start him. Marion Barber is a maybe for me. The defense is a maybe for me, and kicker Robbie Gold is a maybe for me. I'm staying away from quarterback Jay Cutler. Wide receivers Roy Williams, Devin Hester, Johnny Knox. Uh, Hester is questionable with an ankle injury. So basically, if you're a wide receiver on the Bears and your name isn't Earl Bennett, I want no part of you this week. And tight end Kellen Davis is also a no start for me. All right, let's power through these last three games in 15 minutes. Think we can handle that? Tennessee, we'll, we'll have time left over. Trust me, Grasshopper. Hmm. So Tennessee at Atlanta... Atlanta, third home game in a row. They've they've spit the bit last week. I think that they'll bounce back and win this. I think it's a close game, but I'll pick Atlanta to actually win this one in a, by a field goal, and hopefully it doesn't go into overtime, but I'll pick Atlanta to win 24-21. I think Atlanta probably edges out the Titans just because I don't know if Chris Johnson will still be as functional next week or this week. But uh, I think the Titans put up a fight, and a very good one at that. I still am interested in starting Matt Hasselbeck. Chris Johnson, I guess you're starting. I just uh, I, uh, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. He sort of reemerged last week. Let's see if he can actually keep it up. Atlanta has a good run defense. Atlanta also likes to give games away. so That doesn't mean that you should start. Well, never mind. I'm saying that I think you can start Chris Johnson. I think you okay. can start tight end Chris Stevens. I think you can start wide receiver Nate Washington. Um, beyond Nate Washington, I'm not very excited about their wide receivers. Hawkins, Williams, Avery, Mar- Marini. Sorry, I always want to call him Martin. 
Uh, I am going to start kicker Rob Baronis, and I'm probably going to say no to the Tennessee defense. I think this is a fairly uh, high-scoring, at least 20-something for each team in this game. So you'll probably disagree then when I say that Damian Williams, I've been picking him up in pretty much any league. I can find him available this week. Yeah, You would say, what the heck am I thinking? There are better options for sure. But I say, what the heck are you thinking? Do a lot of decisions you make. (laughs) That's true. So for Atlanta, I would start quarterback Matt Ryan, start running back Michael Turner, start wide receiver Roddy White, (laughs) tight end Tony Gonzalez, and start the defense. You might even want to start running back Jacquez Rogers. He's been getting a lot more carries the last few weeks. He's up to probably about eight carries a game and getting roughly 40 yards with them. The only thing that will make him really worthwhile is if he scores with one of those eight carries. But uh, we'll see. Wide receiver Harry Douglas, he's probable with his thigh injury. He's a maybe for me. Kicker Matt Bryan is a maybe. And I would stay away from wide receiver Julio Jones, questionable with a hamstring injury. I just don't want to start guys that are going into a game questionable with hamstring injuries. Mm, Okay. I won't disagree. So Philadelphia at New York for the Giants, that's the the Sunday night game this week. And I think that as much as it pains me to say this, I think Philadelphia is going to win this game. I'll pick them to win 28-21. to Uh, if Vince Young's quarterbacking, I don't think Philadelphia can win this game. If Mike Kafka comes in, I get a lot more excited about Philadelphia winning this game. They're going to run so, all over the Giants' defense, and I say that as a Giants fan. Maybe. They they probably don't even have to throw. They could pull a Tim Tebow on the Giants and probably win this game. Yeah, I think they're going to have to at least be functional. And right now, anytime Vince Young gets the ball, he's throwing it to the other team. So that's sort of a problem for me. Um, If... I I would tread lightly with the Philly quarterback situation this week. Michael Vick's going to try to play, but we saw that his accuracy really suffered after he suffered these broken ribs, so I don't know if they'll let him. Vince Young, I absolutely positively do not want you starting under any circumstance. He is not worth any fantasy risk. Mike Kafka I like, but it's going to take a lot for him to see the field. LaShawn McCoy, you absolutely need to be starting at running back. Wide receiver, Deshaun Jackson, I'd start. Jason Avant, I'd definitely start. Jeremy Macklin, I'm really on the fence about. If you really need a deeper play, Riley Cooper's an interesting pick. He got some deep ball targets last week. Tight end Brent Selleck, uh, I would say no to, but again, the Sherpa's got this theory that quarterbacks and tight ends, especially guys who haven't had a lot of experience in the season, like Vince Young right now, is that it's a better matchup. I just, I don't like... He's been getting a lot of targets the last couple weeks, Selleck has, and I only know that because I have... And he also looked terrible on Sunday. So I I just, I would stay away this week from... He was their leading receiver Sunday, wasn't he, yardage-wise? Honestly, I don't know, but his actual play on the field was unimpressive to me. Um, kicker Alex Henry I'm going to start and the defense I'm on the fence about for the Giants I would start Eli Manning I would start the birthday boy Victor Cruz and I would start Tate and Jake Ballard on the fence about running back Brandon Jacobs the defense and wide receiver Mario Manningham who's questionable with a knee injury and I say no to running back Samad Bradshaw who's questionable with a foot injury and Darrell Scott, no need to start him or, or Danny Ware. And wide receiver Hakeem Nix, I'd stay away. And kicker Lawrence Times, stay away. Okay. All right, now we come up on the final game of the week, and that's the Monday night game. This should definitely be one of the better games of the, the – one of the better Monday night matchups of the season, Kansas City. Sure. The Tyler Palco-led Kansas City Chiefs traveling – to New England to take on the Tom Brady-led New England Patriots, and this is going to be another one-sided Monday night game. I think Kansas City is lucky if they can score two touchdowns in this game, but I'll give them that, but I think New England will beat them by at least three touchdowns. I'll take New England to win this game 38-14. It's a tough way to start your uh, first start of your NFL career for Tyler Palco. Uh, I agree New England's going to win this game. And Tyler Palco, I don't think you need to be starting. Just 
Maybe you stash him on your lineup, but don't start him this week. Running backs, running backs, running backs. Jackie Battle I like. Beyond that, just say no. Tight end Leonard Pope is a maybe for me. Wide receiver Steve Breston, I would say yes to, as well as Dwayne Bowe. Jonathan Baldwin's a maybe. Brian Suckup, the kicker, I might think about starting just because I think they kick a lot of field goals, but I definitely wouldn't be starting their defense. So for New England, it's pretty straightforward. You start Tom Brady, start wide receivers Deion Branch and Wes Welker, and I would start uh, Rob Gronkowski. You could probably even start Aaron Hernandez. I would start the defense, and I would um, start kicker Steven Gostkowski. For some reason, I wrote all the Eagles players down for the mm-hmm. Patriots. Don't ask me why I did that, so I'm in I'm vamping here, as they say in the trade. Running back Ben Jarvis, Green Ellis is a maybe for me. And running back Stephen Ridley and wide receiver Chad Ochocinco, which I know is going to pain Jana, are no's for me. Although I will give you that he did catch three passes last week, mm-hmm. two of them for over 20 yards. So he did finally make an appearance in the in the score sheet. So congratulations to him for that. I still don't think that means you have to start him. Hmm. All right. And I'll say, yeah, that, so that's my take on, on them. <laughs> okay. We have shockingly finished on time today, guys. Doesn't happen often, but we did. Get excited. So <laughs> let me ask you this since we have a minute or two. Who – are there any players among those that were um, injured? Do you think there are any opportunities fantasy-wise for the people – that are replacing him, and I'm using somebody like Chris Ogbenaya as an example. Is he somebody that could possibly be a contributor to your team in the fantasy playoffs? Is John Skeleton somebody that you would think is worthwhile? Who who are the people that you think might be worthwhile of the ones that have just started the last couple weeks because of injury? Is there anybody there, Janet? Ogbenaya, I think, is worthwhile because Peyton Hillis is such a hot mess right there right now, and Hardesty Hardesty is still battling that calf injury, which, as a runner, is going to be a real problem. Um, Looking into the future a little bit, I like Matt Leinert as a pickup in Texas at quarterback. So, I mean, Wait, is this the same Matt Leinert that you were bad-mouthing all last preseason? Uh, last preseason, no. Two, yes. I think that's that what I meant. Years... Last meaning 2010. Okay, well, there was technically still sort of a preseason this year, but I think that the time he's had has really is really going to have helped him actually understand the playbook. He's learning from Matt Schaub. I like that, and this is his last shot. He knows that, and I think that he's going to respect it a little bit more and look a little better. I I like the chances here. All right, so if we were putting together an all-scrub team or an all-substitute team, Matt Liner would be your quarterback. I would take John Skelton. Who do you want at running back? Uh, I would take Matt Liner before John Skelton, that's for sure. Uh, running back, I guess Chris Ogmanaya. I guess Ogmanaya. Can I take DeMarco Murray? He wasn't really on most people's radar. No, but he's on everybody's <laughs> radar screen now. I'm talking about people that aren't necessarily on people trade our screen. If you want Agbenaya, then I'm going to take Kendall Hunter for my team. Lance Lance Ball's not a terrible option. No, he's not. You're right. You can have him, too, and I'll take uh, Joe McKnight. Mm. All right. That makes you happy. All right, so wide receivers, anybody there that you like? Um, I'm excited about Donald Jones finally being healthy in Buffalo. And the fact that Stevie Johnson's probably not playing this week definitely means more targets for Donald Jones, who was the clear-cut number two when he broke his ankle close to the beginning of the season. And I think he's going to have a resurgence. He and David Nelson are going to be a nice little one-two punch this week, I think. I agree. Wide receiver, I can't really think of anybody off of the top of my head that gets me excited that isn't already on a team pardon. I said Laurent Robinson's not a terrible idea. No, I, I, but I think most people are aware of him now. I'm looking for somebody like Titus Young or Greg Little or somebody like that who were, or even Andre Roberts, somebody like that that hasn't really done much yet. Uh, okay. Devon Best, well, I don't know if you could consider him in that category, but maybe he's my guy then. So anyway, I know we're needing to wrap right, up. We are out of time, ahead. so we are, we are done here. Um, we will be back again next Wednesday night from 9.30 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern time, as we are every Wednesday night. 
In the meantime, you can find us all week long at fantasyfootballsherpa.com, where there's a great blog with over 300 players ranked by position and great waiver wire pickups each week. You can fi- email us at the number 4thninchesshow at gmail.com. That's the number 4thninchesshow at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter under the same handle. The number 4thninchesshow. You can find us at the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page on Facebook and read the Sherpa's football musings on the Huffington Post, including how to prepare your team for the playoffs, how to optimize it. And you can find our Fantasy Football Learning Annex videos on learningannex.com. Just shirt search excuse me, for the Sherpa, Jenna Kimmel, Scott Sweeney, anything that floats your boat, you can find us pretty easily there. There are two videos. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back again next Wednesday night, and good luck to your fantasy teams this week. Thanks, Jenna, for the show, and have a great week, everybody. Good night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.